Welcome back. This is another Ambushed, and I'm in a good mood today. Uh, I understand that there haven't been many episodes recently, but man, the end of October, I mean the end of September and into October ended up being far more busy than I expected. But we're back now, and uh, I got, I guess, two things to say. One is we have mugs. I made uh, a whole batch of ambushed podcast mugs. So if you go online to Patreon and you type in John Chafee and you subscribe to $5 or more a month, I'll mail you a free mug. That's all. And it's a decent sized mug. It's not a short one. It's actually like a, a good tall one. And I'm about to take a sip from it right now. Ready? Nope, that's still too hot. Okay. But I went back and I listened to some old ones. I mean like ones from the very beginning. And at least that one that I was listening to, man, I was bored. There was like too long of an intro and I I didn't seem to actually have as much fire behind the content of that one. But then there were some other ones that were really good that I'm still rather proud of. But I'd, I'd like to think these have gotten better over time. So if you've been following this for a bit, thank you. Uh, Find me on Instagram and send me a message. I started doing like hashtag uh, Theology Thursdays where you can send me a a question and I'll answer it. So that's been kind of cool. Find ways to try to um, converse with you through that. So try to find me on there. But Hopefully these episodes have gotten better because I learn more and more about what works and what doesn't, and I'm trying to only make episodes about things that I actually care about. For instance, that's today's one. But before we do, I just want to say this is, I don't know the number, I forget what number this is, but this is an ambush podcast, and it's a play off of my old nickname, and I was trained as a pastor, and so I like to talk about topics, yeah, from a pastoral perspective, but also from like a philosophical or theological, try to take a different angle on things, because I was born and raised in the church, and after a while, I just started having like an allergic reaction to anything that had a cliche to it, and uh, I really think we, we need to think more deeply, to look more deeply at certain things. And this is, I don't know, this is just one of the ways I'm trying to do that. So, buckle in, because this one is called The One on Being a Teacher, and Everyone's a Teacher. And uh, in part because I had a really (laughs) hard weekend two weekends ago, and uh, it reminded me of this other memory that I had that I'm not sure if I've shared, but let's get into it. So, two summers ago, I was behind the stage waiting for a cue to tell me to come out on front of stage because someone else and I were doing a skit in front of like 200 uh, seven and eight-year-olds, right? Roughly that age. And I'm sitting in the behind uh, the set on the stage waiting for my cue, and I literally look down at myself... And I say, what 
on earth am I doing? Because I had this giant fake beard on. I had this giant mop of a a wig on top of that, this ridiculous outfit. And I'm thinking like, I have a master's degree. What am I doing? And I'm listening to this cartoon character on the other side of the set um, that's out invisible by the whole audience. I'm listening to this cartoon character and I'm about to jump out and be like a cartoon. I'm like, what am I doing? And uh, then it hit me. Um, I'm doing what I've always done. Be a teacher. It's just I'm communicating the things that I care about on a level at which the audience can understand it. And so I, I immediately got over my hubris and pride and got back into character, heard my cue and came out and did my bit. But I realized uh, part, of, part of being a teacher about no matter what topic you're doing, it demands that you meet your students where they are. And granted, I am a self-proclaimed theologian and academic, but it can be about anything, like whether or not you're a plumber or a painter or something else. Everyone has their speciality in which they can teach to other people. And uh, I had to stop and realize, well, who cares if I'm wearing this goofy crazy outfit because if it helps the content to reach that audience out there of 200 seven and eight year olds then so be it it's all good because being a teacher is a, a pretty fulfilling thing and one of the most impressive things is realizing everyone is a teacher even if you're not being paid for it you're constantly teaching other people things about how to live life or how to eat well or how to have a, a better budget, how to have conversations with friends, how to resolve conflict. I mean, we're all just trying to teach each other how to do life better and better, right? It just so happens that sometimes we give bad advice, right? However, everyone's a teacher of something. And at some point, you're going to have a conversation with someone and you're going to have the chance to impart some of your wisdom. So here we go. I want to tell you about a weekend that was pretty rough, and then we're just going to continue right into whatever it might mean to be a teacher and to remember that everyone is a teacher. All right? So a few weekends ago, I took a group of middle schoolers down to the Maryland Bayfront. There was a whole bunch of us. There's like 450, almost 500 people there. And it was just, it was actually a really nice weekend. It was nice weather. The facilities were great. But the collection of people I was there with, uh, at least the guys, <laughs> they got to get on my nerves quite a bit. And in part because they're just immature. They are not where I am in maturity or self-control or, did I already say wisdom? But I found this. I found within myself this rising of uh, like a negative energy within me, this negative emotions, right? And uh, let me take another sip. 
Yeah, it's a little better. But what I found rising in me was frustration because they were getting on my nerves. In all honesty, there was also like a growing bit of disappointment of like, why don't you get this? How many times do I have to tell you, do it this way, don't be that way, right? Or just feeling like, uh, like what is the point of this? Now, some of these emotions felt higher and lower at different points throughout the weekend, but I had to have a number of pretty difficult conversations. And at one point on the weekend, when I noticed these internal emotions getting quite riled up within me, I had to uh, metaphorically grab the horse by the reins and yank it hard and just pull this beast around because I realized that that negative energy was was quite depleting and it, it was actually taking away from my ability to even enjoy parts of the weekend. So here's what I noticed. When I grabbed the reins and I pulled this beast around, I decided, okay, I need to have a different posture here, an internal posture, because I'm getting frustrated, I feel disappointed, and it's depleting me. And so when I yanked the thing around and tried to take an internal posture of instead saying, with gratitude, I need to have gratitude or uh, patience or joy. When I was able to turn those energies and internal posture around, I could then say, oh, I have the gift of being the one to teach these students how to be differently. I have to have patience because they may not be getting these lessons in many other places. And so I might need to repeat myself a few times because they're not getting it anywhere else. And then even, what does it look like to have joy or a sense of calling? It's like, okay, I can have joy at the fact that this is my moment. I may only be with them for a certain amount of time, but I'm going to try to harness the majority of my time to try to be as influential in a positive direction as I can. And what ended up happening was each time that I had to take the reins and pull them around, and instead of having a posture of frustration, take a posture of gratitude, uh, oh, I have the gift of being the one that, that tells them there's another way to go about their lives, to inform them with a different mode of thinking about life and everything else. That, that's a real gift that you even have a chance that I had a chance that weekend to speak into their lives in such a way. But here's the thing. My mode, or at least the subjects that I care about, are like theology and philosophy and spirituality and formation of a person and how to be healthy and whole and holy. Like all of those things, that's my realm, okay? But your realm could be slightly different, and that's totally fine. However, I have... Notice that no matter what you are a teacher of, you're always going to encounter people who just don't, quote, get it. You're going to meet people who do get it, okay? Maybe faster. You're going to run into people 
who think they get it, but really don't. <laughs> and then you're also going to run into people who think you don't get it. <laughs> so it's like, okay, here's all the categories of people that you will probably run into in regards to whatever your speciality is. You're going to meet people who don't understand you. You're going to meet people who do understand you, which is cool. That's a gift. Uh, and then maybe you can go a little further with them. But then you're going to meet people who think they understand you, but don't. <laughs> and then you're going to meet people who think that you're just nuts because they think that you're completely wrong about everything. But here's the thing. I just gave... Uh, four examples of four types of people. Only one of them is the type that gets it, that gets it or understands you. The rest of them, those people are your audience. If you have a speciality, you've got to contend with the fact that this is just a part of what it means to be a teacher. And that to even have a specialization means that you need to spend time around people who don't get it, who think they get it but don't get it, and then spend time around people who think you're crazy and think you don't get it. Because who else are you going to teach? It's not always going to be easy. You can't just constantly teach people who already know what you have to say. You can't impart wisdom to people who already have that wisdom. So let's say... Even if you're talking about finances, you are probably, if you're going to share your insights with anyone, you're going to have to share your insights with people that don't understand finances or think they understand finances or think you don't understand finances. You see, the, the fact of being a teacher of even just like health and like teaching your friend how to have breakfast or how to sleep well... Um, it's a part of the job. Like being a teacher means that there's going to be people that you're going to meet who are a few steps behind you. And that you're probably going to spend the majority of your time around people who are quote unquote behind you, not ahead of you. And because there are people behind you, it's going to be a struggle, but it's going to be a good struggle. In fact, <laughs> I, uh, I was recently having uh, a class, I guess you could say. I was talking about different stages of development. And I was trying to talk to people about how to do faith formation and how to understand that there are different stages of how to keep growing. And uh, let me take another sip. We tend to have kind of a, just a start and a finish to some topics. We think you start and you know nothing and then by the end of it, you know everything. And we kind of forget that it's a real windy and uphill and downhill path in between. From start to finish, no one goes from being a beginner immediately to being an expert. And uh, this is one of the things I was talking about. And one of the people in the audience of that day, uh, they really didn't like some of the stages between beginner and expert. And it was really kind of profound that as the conversation went on, I was able to break it down a little bit and say, listen, uh, there's obviously 
stages between beginner and expert. There's this whole stage with just being an apprentice of like an intermediate stage where you have some of the knowledge, but maybe not enough to feel like you are an expert. And it was so brilliant because it was so cool to see that person's, uh, the, it's like the light switch went off in their brain and they got it. They understood it. And I was like, aha, there we go. I've got one more person in this room who quote unquote gets it. And so that's part of the gig, right? About being a teacher is that you have to celebrate when even one person in the room gets it. And not get too frustrated by the fact that the other 95% of the people in the room still don't understand you. It just means that you still have more work to do. And that's not that's not like a that's no statement that you're a bad teacher, that there's some people in the room that don't get you. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing a horrible job. It maybe means that you need to change how you word it a little bit or try to understand where the student is coming from. And and that actually makes teaching a really dynamic. It's like a journey type thing where you can say, all right, I tried to hit it from this angle. Now I got to try from this angle. Kind of like in baseball. Oh, they're throwing the ball like this, which means I have to swing like that in order to hit a home run. That's uh, I think being a teacher is really a fascinating thing. And one of the hardest things is realizing that you can't have the same approach with everyone. You really can't because everybody comes to whatever you're trying to teach with a different angle, with a different life perspective, with different experiences that inform how they're probably going to receive what you have to say. And uh, especially in some of these episodes, I fully recognize that some of you are probably listening to this and you have a bad taste in your mouth in regards to church, probably in regards to maybe not Jesus, but a bad taste in your mouth in regards to the people that say they follow Jesus. But uh, for that reason, I've tried to cater these episodes in a different manner and try not to rely too much on quote-unquote church lingo because personally, I don't even think it's helpful. Um, But... I, I really do want to find ways of communicating better and better <clears throat> the topics of like theology and philosophy and thinking well and being well and being healthy and being holy. Like all of these things are my speciality. And so it's literally a privilege that anyone would bother to listen to this. But what are you a teacher of? And granted, you might actually be a teacher, (laughs) so maybe you uh, teach multiple subjects. But even if you aren't a teacher, you have wisdom and a speciality about something. And you're, you're kind of given much because much is expected of you. And you were given a lot of information about whatever your speciality is for the purpose of then doing a lot with that. And maybe that means passing it on. But the there's a real failure in the world when we don't see it as our responsibility to share in a humble way what our expertise is 
with anyone who will listen, with anyone who's wanting to even hear that stuff. So yes, I had this crazy life-defining moment behind the stage when I'm dressed up like this crazy cartoon character. And yeah, I had a, a difficult weekend, but as I've noticed, arrogance really doesn't help here. A lot of people are turned off to teachers who seem like they know everything. And maybe you do know a lot of things, but it's good to recognize, like, you know what? I still need to grow in this area. But here's, um, I guess, some closing thoughts already. If you find yourself trying to teach someone, try to understand that the journey is the struggle or the struggle is the journey. The, the whole task of being a teacher is not about the, the, the light bulb moment, but it's actually all the moments that also lead up to that. And patience is really necessary. And in some sense, you can't be arrogant because you might have to stop and realize it took you a while to learn some of the stuff that you now are an expert in. Someone once had to have a lot of patience towards you, right? But the fact that you've got some insights means that there's going to be people that don't have the same insights and they're going to be behind you and they might frustrate you. But don't let that frustration burn you out so that you stop sharing the gift that you have to give. Don't let the disappointment or the the drain of all that be something that discourages you, but instead take the, the reins and pull it around and recognize the catch up is what you're there for. You are there to help catch other people up to where you are. And that might take a while, but that, that's your gift. That is what you're there for, right? So shift your energies. This is the gig, being a teacher. And everyone's a teacher of something. What I'm just trying to say is don't get too frustrated at the student. And in some sense, you can even have a little bit of pity that they don't, not, not quite that they don't know the same things that you do, but that you can take a posh of, wow, has no one ever told you this yet? This is a real privilege that I get to be the one that tells you X, Y, Z. You see, you have the role of being a formational person in someone else's life. And the content is important, of course, but maybe it's not even as important as this, how you make them feel while you're trying to teach them. Maybe what you have to teach is less important than even how you treat them as a human being because some people look up to teachers as though they're people that almost saved their lives. In some sense, because teachers often see the potential in a student before the student can see it in themselves. And so being a teacher means actually having an enormous amount of optimism and an enormous amount of hope and uh, 
possibility towards what your student can become. Not just about the topic that you're trying to teach, but as a human being. You see, this is why I titled this one, the one on being a teacher and everyone's a teacher, because we, as Fyodor Dostoevsky would say, we are responsible to all for all. We're not off the hook for anything. In a communal sense, we do things great. And then in a communal sense, we make some great failures as well. But we are each responsible with teaching one another about how to be more and more human. And I love that because teachers, uh, not only do they teach a speciality like history or mechanics or physics or spirituality, all teachers are roundabout, wow, I guess life coaches. And so wrestle that. Try not to get too frustrated at people that don't get it, but instead rein that emotion in and make it into a thing of gratitude. And may you have joy towards the fact that, wow, I have the chance to help these punks become more and more human as I talk about the topics that I'm passionate about. Mm. So here's the question, I guess. What do you specialize in? You may not be paid as a teacher, but you are a teacher of something. You do have some insights or some wisdom or something to share. And you're going to have to find out who are the people that don't know the things that you've learned. Because right now, uh, we live in a world that is rather arrogant and thinks it has the knowledge of everything already. And it's, it's really a gift. It really is to have a part in the struggle of helping the world become what it can be. So no matter what you are a teacher of, don't get too disappointed or frustrated or angry with the people who are behind the the curve. But instead, take it as a gift that this is your calling in life to help people behind the curve catch up to where you are and then the two of you go on a journey together to try to catch up to where some other people are. And my goodness, what could be more fulfilling than to mentor and to invest in another person and help them not only become a specialist in the topic that they care about, but also help one another to become more and more human. So this has been... uh, the one on teaching and everyone's a teacher. Uh, May you be blessed and may grace and peace be with you.